Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. Come on out and see us this weekend. TJ and I will be performing live at the San Jose Improv. That's November 18th through 20th. And it would be great to see you. And if we don't talk to you before Thanksgiving, have a great turkey day. I appreciate the 12 and a half. I appreciate Miles, the greatest producer in the business. And I appreciate some of my favorite guests in the business. Thanks for listening. you don't have deep conversations in the shallow end two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour intelligent ish this is cashing in with tj miller God, this is amazing. I'm here. Uh, I'm actually in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm inside a hotel room, and, which is strange. Usually, a hotel room doesn't have this kind of an echo. But I'm uh, holding a. Uh, I'm sitting Shiva. Does everyone know what that means? Yes. Yes. Uh, I am in. I am in mourning. If you want to know who died. Uh, the episode uh, that we previously put out, that I previously put out a week ago, uh, it, 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 was, it was a death. Uh, <laughs> it was taped in Atlanta, and uh, it was an unmitigated disaster. Uh, at one point, uh, I did, I joked about it at the time, but it, it became a truth, and sometimes your jokes become reality. Uh, at one time during the show, I heard uh, fog outside the building. <laughs> It was a disaster. Uh, it, the crowd was just arms crossed, uh, fully reclined. Uh, some of them faced in the wrong direction. And it made me question uh, my life and my career choice. I spent most of the show daydreaming about becoming an underwater welder. It seemed like a good career choice. Uh, and so what I did was I got in the car and I drove. And I just drove for a while. And I kept driving. And I decided when I got to Raleigh, North Carolina, to stop, rent a hotel room, and mourn the loss of that episode. I'm holding a, 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 a shiva. That's what it's called. I'm not Jewish, so I don't really know what it all means. I had to uh, Google it. If I could just 
tell you what happens during a shiva, mourning the loss of a, of a, a death of a loved one. Uh, it's a seven-week mourning period in Judaism for first-degree relatives. Father, father, mother, son, daughter, brother, sister, spouse, and podcast episode. Yeah, that was right in there. Um, oh my God, this is T- TJ. What the? Who the? Where the? What the? Here's here the. <laughs> TJ, you brought food. But yeah, I'm always hanging out with food outside, so I thought yeah. if I sit in Shiva, well, then I'm, you, you do know then I'm then I'm getting Hiva. You getting Shiva? Are you getting Shiva with it? Why is everything so hot when they serve here? It's very hot. Well, at so. the hotel here, room service, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, we're sitting. <laughs> Yeah. That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. It uh, should have been so obvious that you shouldn't have asked me. We're gonna be here. We're gonna be here for Rick uh, Stevens and the Cat. Yes. <laughs> Time now for Donkey and the Jeff. <laughs> but we're also gonna start it off uh, with something we like to do once in a while called the uh, Triple Banger Lightning Round. It's starting to feel like Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> the death of a podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, this is apropos. Triple banger lightning round question I one. That's a good one. Question uh, one. Question one. one. Yeah, is there uh, a yeah, uh, house? <laughs> it's right there on the other side. <laughs> the old room service hidden marinara sauce cup trick. I've been down this road before, and I ejaculated on the fucking platypus. Usually people aren't this uh, drunk at, at Shiva. Uh, that brings me to my first triple banger lightning round. Uh, flatbread, cracker with an attitude. You've done this one before. Yeah, I think I have, but I thought... Not immediately. He didn't take no. a moment to be like, I, didn't I take don't know. He's like, I have. Yeah. I, I decided that this only for this occasion it would be worth doing twice because it's it's more appropriate than the first time I Here's did. Here's my question. Since we're eating only unleavened bread on this occasion. All right, what about this? And I think people can track back and see what you said the first time and see which time you were funnier. Go. <laughs> I didn't listen to anything you said. And the reason because I was thinking of this triple banger lightning round. You guys tell me what you think. Everyone in the hotel room, including you, Jeremiah, this small refrigerator dwarf. <laughs> One girl was like, what? Like her friend was going to be able to be like, well, Jeremiah, here. Like, okay, anyway... Uh... He had more to say, and he, he pulled back. I think he was distracted by the cheese sticks, which the guy in room 107 brought down. Uh, and he's I don't trust the guy, but I love cheese sticks. Well, I mean, where did someone make cheese sticks in their room in a hotel? It's something is, to be wary of. Is, is, why isn't pizza is amazing, right? Yeah. Be- yes. How about a hand for pizza? Yeah. I'm really pushing the envelope with that statement. Day two, they clapped for pizza. Is it? Why isn't it better when the you write stuffed pizza where it's it's right? Why isn't that better? Is it? It's not right. Is it? Is it too much of a good thing, or is it 
Because it's crust on the top and the bottom, you just can't imagine what's inside. <laughs> it's it's much too thick. It's yeah, that's how I feel, know. and I think you it needs to be it needs to be stopped. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to do. You, do, like, it. do you, like, you have to do a lot to mess up a pizza, and uh, it actually happened in Atlanta. A lot of terrible, that's real. A lot of terrible things happen. A lot in of bad things happen in Atlanta. I'm very glad not to be in Atlanta. Um, I described Atlanta as we were driving around of town. Uh, he said, "Well, how did, how did you feel about?" the shows and I said the shows were like uh, getting uh, punched in the face every night uh, and being sucker punched and uh, that was pretty much it you know it was like being fucked by someone that you couldn't figure out where they were near your body and then afterwards you're like I'm being fucked right now but where from whence and how and with what and then afterwards you find out that that person was Nancy Grace You know what? We, I, I think I've made fun of Nancy Grace a lot recently in public, and I just want to apologize to her. It's only a person we make fun of on the show. Yeah, it, and it's. I want to apologize to her, Nancy, if you're listening. Um, I I'd said some very de- uh, derogatory things about you, disparaging, and uh, and I apologize because what I was talking about was a heap of goddamn trash in the hot sun of Arizona that I thought was you. So I'm sorry I said all those terrible things about that fucking heaping hot pile of garbage when I should have been talking about you, whose pussy has inhaled its face. Again, these are things that most people don't say when they sit shiva. She looks like somebody Uh, permanently gets real hot mozzarella sticks into her face. She is a fear monger. Yeah, she's she a truly terrible person. culture. And I think between her legs is a devil so terrifying, even she hasn't seen it. I never, I never dreamed when we started this show that you'd think of so many ways to denigrate one person. And does I like anybody, it. And I like anybody it. in the hotel room like Nancy Grace? No. Oh. no. Because so we're I safe. wondered about it. I wondered, are there some people that if I say that, they're like, ah, she's a really good storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> she's bringing the news to us. Yeah. Again, I will mention what I mentioned earlier There is someone the that loves... There is, okay, go on. Well, I just mentioned something earlier in the lobby, which is that once <laughs> I changed the channel to her program, Nancy Grace... And on the bar at the bottom where it explains what's happening, it said, a lot of you know this, elderly people are being raped. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) So good on her. (laughs) Sorry, I interrupted. Well, we're not allowed to watch TV during Shiva, and... uh... But um, she looks there are like, two people that love Nancy Grace, right? She looks like Hillary Clinton's haircut, face fucked a vending machine. <laughs> Sit on that, Shiva Nancy. Triple, triple banger lightning round, question two. This guy, question this guy two. just went, Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get her. She's in our hotel room, 
unguarded, unarmed. Jesus <clears throat> right. Christ. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We're all excited that people agree to come to the hotel room so it's late. It's amazing. This late at night, uh, it's after, I don't know, 12 In this economic climate? It's a, yeah. Gumballs, stop helping me ejaculate with your, without teeth. You know what? I stand by that one. made a mistake. To stick by it. Stand by it, yeah. You gotta have your principles. And principally, I'm very ashamed that I tried to put gumballs in the context of an elderly woman without teeth helping a man who's masturbating ejaculate by offering pleasure to his testicles. All that being said, yeah, jawbreakers, don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah, but it's a very, like, it's a very threatening candy. It's a, I mean, I don't know why a candy wants to insult me before. It's, it's, it's like ring pop. Like, don't make yeah. me pop the marriage question. I like, I like gummy worms. Tastes like little infant flaccid penises. <laughs> I know. And a lot of people say this. It's like... Well, they really do. They say, look, you've gone too far. The one time people say that I've gone too far. This is true. Because when I talk about if you have a if you have a baby's penis in your mouth, it's like it's like a little wet noodle. Day three. Things spiral out of control. Moving along to where were you? That's a question we like to ask. We like to ask ourselves, where were you? Sometimes we ask. Sometimes there's a sound cue. <laughs> okay, he left. Uh, where were you? He went to go get supplies. Where are you? Where, where were you? Okay, so TJ went home. Here's what happened. We went to Atlanta, had a debacle there. I was busy. TJ went home. I stuck around uh, with uh, TJ's cousin. You went to a water Miller. park. Miller. Went to a water park. And uh, um, it, it was a lot of fun. I, I think uh, water parks are quite terrifying. I don't know how they really figure out that you're not going to fly off the side completely. Uh, they don't know how heavy you are, how slippery you might be. Maybe the subs. They don't know how your skin, if your skin is of a substance, you might just fly off the side. Yeah, you really got to know how slippery are you. You know what I mean? Because I slide yeah, right don't, off. It, don't go to a water park on the first day. Uh, you know, they're still kind of ironing out the kinks. So we had fun there. I wanted to sneak in, but, but Miller, he didn't want to do it. Miller Davis, my cousin, was afraid to sneak in, right? But, you know, you got, he's a very slippery guy. He's just... The oil in his skin, this is real, since he was a kid. Very, very slippery. No, this is true. Once he fell over and he had a bottle of Pam in his back pocket, and they slid all the way to fucking Cincinnati. That's right. He lived in Tulsa at the time. That's real. And then we got to Charlotte. You came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, to Charlotte, and uh, as far as I can tell, n- nothing of interest happened there. Yeah, not much. I mean, somebody tried to sell me a shit whistle, <laughs> but outside of that, not much. 
Who the fuck thinks they can come to an airport, approach a per- anybody, me, and walk up and say, hey, you want to buy a, a shit whistle? I'm like, what's that? He's like, it's a whistle with feces in it. I'm like, get the fuck out of my way. I'm trying to shop at Hudson News, you asshole. <laughs> Uh, I didn't. I didn't think you'd break into that uh, shit whistle riff. Uh, and then, and then we laughed, and we came here, and we. I shit blasted thirty Mormons <laughs> in 1982. <laughs> End of story. And then I would fall asleep. Silly, I started, yeah. The consistency of silly. About fun? just about. <laughs> Yeah. So if you got it on the comic books, then it would come off sort of yeah. on the... Some people might, you know, refer to it as like a cheese whiz type thing, whatever it was. And it would make me really light, lightheaded. And then afterwards I would fall asleep. And I, I really liked it. I think you should try it. I'm into it. I fuck till I truck. I get a CDL. That's a commercial driver's license. <laughs> so I fucking, fucking, fuck. And then I start trucking. I do in-state hauls. Then you do tri-state. Start going to... You're on the road, you know what I mean? It's back northwest down to Southern California. Then you do longer hauls. I'm talking Southern Cali to fucking Tucson. Then on to Jersey. Then you're back over to fucking Georgia. And I truck and I truck and I truck until I fuck. And then it's back to fucking. And I got to be honest with you, when I start fucking again, I'm like, I got to just chill on this because the amount of fucking that it takes to truck... It's so much less than the amount of trucking it takes to fuck. It's totally disproportionate, if you want me to be honest with you. I'm on the road six, seven months. Then I get home, I'm back to fucking. And it's like, you know, you're like, all right, well, I don't need to fuck that much, but I don't know if you fucked. It's hard. It's just hard to stop. So then you get back into the fucking, then I'm just calling Kate, like I'm in fucking Montana, and I don't know... How much longer I can do this? <laughs> no one's on the CB tonight. It's a lonely open road. You've seen the show Ice Truckers. If you haven't, it's on Amazon. <laughs> it's, these are just little things. Uh, yeah, about just us. little things. You know, you find out about us. <laughs> Cash knows how. He's a professional sneak-in. Do you guys know this? Cash Levy has snuck into more uh, movie theaters, uh, sporting events, than any other sneak-in artist in the United States. Yeah, what I would first do is not wear a mask. Uh, yeah, now, I, you know, I, I think Canada's a great place to, uh, to, to break laws. Uh, there's a lot of rule followers. I, I think you can... That stadium, I actually walked around it today, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of weak links to that stadium. He cased... Listen to what uh, you just heard. Cash Levy cased the Toronto Blue Jays stadium today to figure out how to sneak in illegally to see one of the playoff games. Yeah, I... Oh, thank you. I get an applause for that. Uh, um... I think that would be great. I've been just working my ass off for you guys all night, and uh, that was the thing that really uh, broke through. Uh, He's like, you know what? He he does a lot of illegal shit. He's a lot like your old mayor, Rob Ford. Uh, But yeah, what were the uh, weak points? Um, There's a lot of areas that aren't really very well covered. Uh, There's a couple entrances. There's a a VIP entrance and a handicapped entrance, which isn't well watched. Um... (laughs) 
All you gotta do is push a guy out of his wheelchair. <laughs> you can slide right in, literally. Just roll on uh, in. There's also, uh, it doesn't, it's not, not every uh, area has, has turnstiles. You know, this is a weakness of any facility now is they used to have turnstiles and that made things a lot harder. Now they've got, they scan the tickets, they have to look down. Every time someone's looking down, you can always be sliding behind them. Uh, so, you know, uh, maybe we can go. Maybe I'll fly back and uh, I can only take a few of you. I only, four is my limit. I once tried to sneak uh, uh, 12 people into a Grateful Dead concert. It was a logistical nightmare. Uh, <laughs> People are getting picked off the fences and stuff. And, I mean, just, you know, I only do this for fun. I don't, uh, you know, break laws for it. I just enjoy it. I've done it since I was a kid. I mean, and I don't do it just to save money. I once uh, snuck into Barry Manilow eight times. Uh, the same night, just over and over again, just to see if I could. And uh, That's how little you cared about the act. You're like, I don't need to save for any songs. I've got to figure out if this handicap after its lead has any weight to it. I once snuck into a Triumph concert, and the whole time I sang... Uh, but uh, yeah, I do have a magic power uh, The sneaking in So thank you for asking Yeah, you can yell if you want Yes, Pemberton Buttlesticks He's yes. a, uh, he's running for, he, always, he runs for president he's a, Will he run? Oh, will he run? Well oh, Let's ask Pemberton Buttlesticks Well, I mean, you know The issue for Pemberton for 2016 campaign Is that he looks weirder than Bernie Sanders, but not as weird as Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so it's like, where does that fall? But I think, you know, we're getting to realize that Hillary's sort of slick, kind of, you know, it's all demographics and every, everything's all rehearsed and prepared and timed out and all that stuff. That's gone now. Now we need, you know, some real fire and passion. And that's why both Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump are getting some traction. Bottom line, if Pemberton runs, okay, no one walks. <laughs> Pemberton 2016. So, yeah, you'll have I'm to still workshopping that. What yeah. do you think about it? If Pemberton yeah. runs, then you can sit. <laughs> And stay. I'm, yeah, we're we're, it's not we're bad. workshopping. It's not we're bad. I think you might want to use a Trisket Hurlbutton in the campaign. Uh, Trisket Hurlbutton is the uh, T.J. Miller impersonator. Here's uh, a good impression. He only impersonates T.J. Miller. I may be him right now. You don't know if you're listening at home. <laughs> you might be, or maybe the real T.J. is in Guantanamo Bay uh, for the murder of Mackie Sasser. But. <laughs> Yeah, you have to listen to the show to really know all the inner workings of the insanity, and really none of it makes any fucking sense. Uh, uh, last one, do we have any more? That's, oh, okay, one more. Here we go. Would you two hold my sock that I'm in and let me take a picture of you? Okay, yeah, the show has degenerated into... <laughs> let me just get this straight. A real strange place. I... Uh, you want us to hold the sock, hold the that sock. You're knitting and take a picture? Take a picture. What is the sock? Uh, what is the. Like for a I like foot? you're qualifying it. How good look? What does it look like? And that's an and how often sock. does this. Yeah. Uh, how often does this ploy work? Uh, do you use. Like if you're taking pictures with all people, would you always have a sock involved or, or not? Not, not? Not always. She's like, well, yeah, like get on up here, girl. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a sock picture. Um, again, it was a strange. Um, Really, the show is starting to feel like one big misunderstanding. Uh, 
Because uh, to hold the sock yeah. and you're on you're ticket. Holding the sock. You really are in process. <laughs> yeah, she's she's definitely she is definitely knitting this. Either that or she's going a long way to pretend to be knitting this sock. <laughs> That's how little uh, expectation. <laughs> this is how little she expected from the show. This is a little sock uh, and training. Ask her husband. Look. She's like, I'm, I'm going to knit socks. If it sucks, I don't give a shit. We'll be warm all winter. Now, whenever right. you... How about a hand for the sock lady? Uh, you know, are those gifts? There. Is it a gift or are you going to wear them? Oh, for you? That was That's little, so weird. That was you can wear them always and be like, you know, actually, uh, funny story. Uh, we love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming. What's your name? Patty. Yeah, we'll call you the sock lady. And <laughs> Yeah, thanks for coming. What a, what a strange uh, experience. Where are you from, Patty? I live in Toronto. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're from here? Uh, I'm originally from Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, just came over the border and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, do, do you do socks just for, for fun, or do you... Uh... Or is it a hobby, or is it, is it your profession? Guys, we didn't prepare for this. Uh, can you understand how difficult this is? You don't generally uh, riff with a sock maker who wants to take your picture in the front row. You are row. a socksmith, though. Yeah. I am a socksmith. I actually run a knitting store. You run a knitting store. Oh, so it okay. is your profession and your okay. passion. <laughs> it's called, it's called passion, passion Knit. knit. That is, that's maybe one of the greatest names for a store I've ever heard in my life. Passion Knit. I like you, sock lady. I like you. The sock lady, ladies and gentlemen, the sock lady. Wow. We have, we have one more person that brought a little gift. Uh, we have a... Uh, oh, you want to say something before we go? Somebody said that there might be a pinata related. Oh, my God. Thank you. It's TJ. Steve Dad. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Nice to Your name you. is yeah. Steve Dad? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's truly awesome. Do you, do you work for a, a pinata shop? This is amazing. Thank you. It's a B? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Bees? Yeah, it's the bum, not the bee. Yeah, well. It's the bubble, not the bee. I, yeah, I we prefer had a the bumble. I'll take the bee. We had a maskers question once, and we love our maskers questions. You can send them to us uh, by tweet. <laughs> It's so good to see you again, man. It's been a little while. It is really good to see it's, you. It's been a long, and strange trip. last time we trip. were together, I kept my eyes closed the entire time, so it's really nice to see you, man. Yeah, it's well, you had something you. on your head, too. You had a shirt on your head for oh a lot of the time. Oh, my God, I can't believe uh, that shirt hit. That yeah. shit, I don't know if you've been walking around in Hollywood, but that exploded Yeah. into Hollywood uh, culture. The shirt Everybody's head technique. Wearing, the shirt, head, shirt head They're wearing shirts mm-hmm. on their heads. That podcast had a lot of influence on this year's Changed people's lives. Hollywood fashion. Yeah. It's... It's really true. Yeah. 
Yeah. They call me. They call me. Uh, what do they, they used to call me? Uncle Truck. I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Donate a dollar. We'll let you holler. If you donate a dollar, we'll let you holler. You thirty dollar pig, and your mother in law can go straight to fucking hell. Okay, no, don't add that part. You don't That's like that? No, I just think it'll hurt. It does the, better longer. Pretty lengthy you know for a shirt too. Pretty lengthy. Is the brevity of the soul of the whip. <laughs> Actually, let's start off the show. Let's do the official. Mary J. Blige. Welcome to Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm here with with uh, T.J. Miller. Hi. And uh, it's exciting to be guest. back. We have good news and bad news. Good news is we're back for another episode. The bad news is um, great. We're, we've lost a lot of money on the show. And that's why we, yeah. we've, we've kind of, yeah. first we were going once every week. And then we did maybe once a month to try to get you as many episodes as we could for the money. But we've, we're hemorrhaging money. And now Nerdist is concerned. And they have contacted me. And they've said that I need to lay off uh, at least one employee on the show. At least one person from the show has to be laid off. So that's... Uh, so, well, the, and this is, this is a big cliffhanger. We're going to find out. I have an envelope here sitting on my, uh, uh, on my, uh, you put the person game parquet right floor, which is where we do the show uh, in the middle yeah. of a parquet floor. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to open this envelope at the end of the episode. No, We're going to find out who they're right. laying off, but it'll be you. You're the only person in the show. Well, I mean, I, I have my guests. Yeah, but you're not, what are they going to, they want you to lay off the concept of a guest. No, I mean, I think they mean that. I mean, maybe they maybe they just want to lay me off. That well, then what would happen to the show if there's nobody? I don't know. Maybe just the guest would come in. Just come in and answer what questions he thinks yeah. you're going to. There's a big list ask. of triple banger lightning rounds uh, questions. It's on a giant uh, inflatable chalkboard. Yeah. Behind me, and uh, I don't. It's inflatable because the show often is on location. Oh yeah. And so there's. There's actually 3,042 triple banger lightning rounds, which were pre-written at the start of this show. Oh, I When I started cashing in, yeah. I just wrote them. And we're on, let's see, we've done 150 episodes. We're about at about four or 500 triple bangers. For yeah. you having a, yeah. 150 Thanks, episodes. man. It's all, I think it's all because of such the, an incredible I think people waste come, of people's time. Well, I, absolutely. This and a lot of really, lives have been ruined. Yeah. But I think, I think really people come to hear me. And they stay for my guest, and then they leave because of me. So it's, uh, you know, uh, they come, they stay, and it's they leave. It's a win-lose, yeah. win-win-lose exactly. situation. It's very confusing. It's a $30 pig. That's what that it is. That thing is in cheap pig. It's a... Uh, is do you it feel meaner like that to phrase- yell it? Is it meaner to yell it or to just say it, like, even in a cute, like, condescending way? Like, is it worse to be like, you $30 pig... You're a cheap pig. Or to go, ah, oh, you little $30 pig. You look, you're just a little cheap pig, aren't you? I don't think you need the cheap pig. I think it speaks for itself. Is that the tag? $30 pig. Is that a phrase tag? What? Oh, yeah. For, for you know, a long j- time, jokes I've been have doing tags those. and you, you have phrase tags, too. I have phrase tags. You know that one, um, when in Rome? Yeah. Uh, I, I, when I go, I go, hey, you know, when in Rome. You cheap pig. <laughs> so you use that as a tag, too. Yeah. I it's mean, not only a phrase. It's very versatile. You could t- you use can it as a phrase and a tag. You can tag that on, you know. A, what do you think about these? A stitch nine saves time, you cheap 
pig. I wanted to talk to you about this. Are there phrases that should be retired? And I say yes. I think any phrase you have to explain. Yeah, but which came first? Okay. Well, the chicken fra- or the egg? Phrases that... That one is... I mean, that should not be retired because it's very... Still, it's, it's very appropriate. But there's certain phrases people still use and then they have to explain them to, what about, to well, people. I will eat my hat or I'll eat crow. That could... I think... This got to go. Yeah, eat crow's got to go. I think. I think. Now wait. Now I like that phrase. Yeah, eat crow's got to go. Eat crow's got to go, guys. Eat crow's got to (laughs) go. I just imagine you entering a room just filled with cocktail party. It's a phrase based on getting rid of a phrase. Yeah. So you just. I just imagine you come into a cocktail. It's almost a double. Yeah. You almost come into like a house party. You go to the center thing. You go, hey, eat crow's got to go, guys. Eat crow. It's got to go. And if and we stay here, yeah, yeah, yeah. the party dies. Let's matriculate to the outdoors. Or you just stand up and you say, that's not how you spell parade. And yeah, then you wander out of the room. I like You that. don't wander. You always knock down at least a lamp. Knock down a lamp. I like going to a lamp and on. then something much smaller, like a napkin. Knock where you over, crump up a napkin and you throw it. Knock over a lamp, pick the lamp back up, try and put it where it originally was on the table, then look around it feels stupid that you were trying to help in a situation where you were angry and you left. So to show your irreverence, put the lampshade over your head. Yeah. Or, and then you do a full body release. You can do that. Jonas Polsky, friend of the show, very funny person. He, uh, he asked a question about body releases. If you do a body release and nothing comes out, what is that called? I think it's called a, that's a dry full, full body release. That's called a full it's almost body. like a dry heave. That's called a full body. <laughs> <laughs> Just let let the wind do its job. <laughs> let the wind do its job. I uh, but there's certain phrases. Don't uh, look a gift horse in the mouth. I think that should be, I think that should Sorry. be eradicated. Why? Because too many people. I find too many people explaining it all the time to each other. Yeah, and well, I think a phrase. The whole you know point of a phrase say, is to concisely say something that you don't have to uh, have a paragraph to explain. I think it defeats the purpose. I think that needs to be retired. Uh, you can't have your cake and eat it too. I think that should be gone. Interesting. Well, I'll say this. What else are you going to do with your cake? Uh, you know what they say. I want to eat my cake. You know what they say. Yeah. Don't eat a gift. Don't eat a gift horse in the mouth. Don't eat a gift horse's mouth. Uh, you know what they say. You know, uh, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. That's mostly applicable in the South. So that's a new phrase right there. What's that? You just walk into a party, go to the center of the living room, and go eat a gift horse in the mouth. That's mostly applicable in the South. And then you just walk out. You can say the parade thing, too. Now, I picture you walking to this party. No one knows who you are. You just walk in, you say that, and then you leave. Or are these old friends? How about instead of let them uh, old, old What are you picturing? You're picturing old friends from the South? You have a lot of old friends in the South? Is this inside a barn, or where is it? Colonel... Sanders? Yeah, yeah he, he, everybody's in that sort of tie, that little bolo tie. Mm-hmm. That okay. So you're picturing walking in. Everyone yeah. has bolo ties on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you go to the middle of the thing and you say, let them eat cake. More like, let them get baked. <laughs> and then you fucking just roll a sack of potatoes out <laughs> all over the floor. And you go, I didn't bake see- them potatoes. Mammy. <laughs> 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 I didn't and see that, that and coming. You, and then you get, I didn't know where the potato then, thing came from. And then you get your mother to sort of double, you know, twice, twice baked potatoes. Yeah. Guys, whenever somebody says, you want mashed potatoes or twice baked potatoes, <laughs> I say, hey, if you can't get it right the first time, I don't want the potato. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, I was, we were going to save that for our Idaho podcast, but I guess 
Uh, you know what? If one of us gets laid off, I guess we won't have that opportunity. I'm really bummed about I don't this. Think they, they can't lay me off. I'm just a guest on the show. I've been a guest on the show a few times. Yeah. But do you really think? You think they would lay off the concept? I think you're getting laid off. I think they didn't know you how think to tell a, you. Yeah. And they didn't want to say. Nerdus is you, laying me off. So they just gave you. you but know, will the show? But they say the show must go on. Are they? Are they kind of? Uh, are they kind of? Breaking that rule? I thought the show must go on once it started. You know, that's a phrase I'd like to retire, actually. The show must the go on? Yeah, I think it's over. The show, it, it puts a lot of the pressure. The show can stop. It, How about it, this? It puts a lot of pressure How on about us this? as there performers. There doesn't have to be a show. Yeah. Do you guys want late night candies? Look at this. I gotta tell you, more. One guy. More! It's now 1.39 in the morning. All right, and we're gonna, we're, well, we gotta we, close this we out. We gotta shut it down. But the, we gotta, you guys have such strange candy here. You've got yeah. caramel milk, which is just like, wait, what? Why didn't we think of that? And it's, even saying it makes you sound like you're smooth. <laughs> hey, can I have a caramel milk? What'd you say? You know exactly what I said. <laughs> Then you got this the Wunderbar, right. which is just a weird German. What is that about? This is what's Wunderbar? I thought it was in Dotbar. This is for someone with penis envy, uh, Mister Big. <laughs> this is for somebody who has fat. Ad- <laughs> this is for someone who has accelerated vaginal caking, crispy crunch. <laughs> Thank hey, you that's guys TJ very much. Miller. Keep it going for TJ. I'm Cash Levy. Thank you so much for staying out late with us. Thanks very much.